on the pace for your daily dose of news and tips. I think this man might be a little bit pumped up at the moment. Good morning, Fred. How are you? I'm good, Grant. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped up. Why would I be pumped up? Isn't this your last day on duty before a little bit of time off? Oh, well, no, I'm doing tomorrow's Goulburn meeting and I'll be at Menangle on um, on uh, Tuesday and then uh, uh, I, I uh, tie the knot next Sunday. So, yes. no, I won't be on next Sunday. Yeah, so, there we go. Many congrats congrats to you for that, buddy. I I, I know that that you've been absolutely over the moon since you've met this lady, so all the very best to you both. Good on you, mate. Thanks, Grant. Yeah, so that's... uh, Yeah, so I think I've got uh, tomorrow and and Tuesday at Menangle, and then I think just before we leave for uh, our honeymoon, uh, I've got one Penrith meeting on the 28th, and then you won't see me for about two and a half weeks. (laughs) You'll be smiling (laughs) the entire time. So how was was last night? It looked like a, a pretty interesting one. It, it was. It was. It was a good card of uh, eight races. We we kicked it off with Danger Zone winning for Luke McCarthy, which is nothing unusual. Luke and Belinda combined with Danger Zone to score in the first. Uh, Rob Morris swept down the outside with Kanina Provlina in race two at decent odds. Uh, the third race, a bit of a boil over here. Fast tracker for Jamie Donovan. I, I'm, I might be right in saying it was Jamie's uh, first Metropolitan win at Menangle. I, I could. I stand corrected if it wasn't. But gee, that horse went good last night. Fast tracker. Started at $18. Jack Trainer brought it down the outside from a peg pocket. Uh, it was a real rough result there within the sky, running second at $31. But Fast Tracker, I really like the way that horse attacked the line. And uh, I think the connections are going to have a bit of fun. And they've made a carousel final. That's even better for them. Um, then we saw, Grant, a horse called London to a brick. Now, this is a three-year-old trotter. We've had James Rattray on the show before. And Dr- uh, James was very, very positive in his appraisals of London to a brick. Uh, this horse is doing a great job. It's had eight wins from 15 starts. It's one north of $175,000. That's no mean feat. Beat a very good horse in Funky Monkey and uh, Majestic Trio, a couple of mares who, who really are very, very strong. And London to a brick raced away to score by about nine and a half metres. A horse to watch, a horse with plenty of upscope, and I think uh, we'll no doubt see London to a brick win better races. Um, then race number five, I'll just gloss over because we're going to have a chat to the trainer of the winner of race five soon. But, but then we got to the uh, Sutton McMillan free for all and spirit of St. Louis. Uh, he dug deep and he was able to hold a very brave star major who went around at 150 to one star major, sat in the death and just kept whacking away and was beaten two metres. Um, this horse, Star Major, he has really transitioned to the top grade well, and uh, I'm sure he'll win uh, a few of those free-for-alls. My ultimate, Ronnie, uh, fresh off the Eureka run, has uh, he filled third and typo fourth, Bubba Scrub fifth, but Spirit of St. Louis, what a marvel that horse is, and wins another one uh, with stakes earnings up around, I think it was 1.28, something like that. Uh, a terrific horse. Gennati won race seven uh, for Jared Alchin, uh, owned by a a big group of owners, and they are absolutely delighted to see this horse get into a carousel final. And uh, it was a really good uh, win. Uh, only got in by the half-head margin and a good finish with our uncle Jim. But uh, Giannardi got the inside run at the right time and was too good. And Teresa Love, Jack Trainer Quinnell at the last race, uh, gave him a double. Uh, he drove Teresa Love to victory. He also trained the runner-up, Stella Arden. But race five was uh, a race that was a carousel heat. It was heat number five. And the winner produced a whirlwind finish.
by Kiyang Domino. He's starting to try and creep into the race on Crime Dame Pay, but by G, spots them a big start. It's Monsieur Delacour in a 28-6 split, the leader. Apache White Sox All-Stars Frankie, the leader, tries to kick away, but shifts up, and there's a run for Apache White Sox. They were being followed further out then by Crime Dame Pay, trying to wind up. Monsieur Delacour, All-Stars Frankie, on the outside, finishing brilliantly. Crime Dame Pay. Ah, oh, Crime Dame Pay has joined in like, uh, just gone straight on by, he's raced away interest in the miners, but there's a big win, crime don't pay, beats Monsieur Delacour, camera for the miners on the inside you've got Yeah, he had to overcome barrier 10 to win the race, carried of course saddlecloth number 11 and young up and coming trainer Seaton Grimer put the polish on crime don't pay, he joins us this morning for a chat congratulations on the win Seaton the horse went super Thanks Fred, thanks for having me on Pleasure. He's a six-year-old. He had plenty of experience before you got him. He had 18 wins, but since you've had him, uh, you've got him home uh, three times. He's now won 21 races. He possesses a great sprint, doesn't he? Yeah, he's a good little money spinner for connections. Um, like you said, he had a lot of experience before I got him. Um, but yeah, he's hit a good patch of form. Um, and yeah, let's just hope we can keep him there. You had to, I guess, the draw dictated how he was driven last night. The wide draw, you, you elected to uh, have Cam go back. Um, but he, he unleashed that big finish. Is he versatile enough to race more forward if the draw is good for him in the carousel final? Yeah, he is pretty versatile. Um, his first win, his first start for me, he sat three wide at Redcliffe and went down and nose. And then his second mm. start, back in the chair at Penrith in 55 and held on. Um, mm. So proving he can be tough, um, but he's also got a bit of speed there. So yeah, all, all pending the draw. That's yeah, that's how he. You'll drives. make a decision. Yeah, you'll make a decision once the draw comes out. The best way to drive him. I know Cam's got a couple of options in the race. Uh, who's going to drive Crime Don't Pay? Do you know yet? I'm still contemplating if I leave Cam on or I jump on myself. Um, mm-hmm. More leaning towards hoping to keep Cam on, um, but I know Cam qualified Gennady for Jared. Um, and he's probably got to stay loyal to Jared. So, yeah, we'll just see what happens when the field comes out. Um, but, yeah, I'd be more than happy to leave Cam on. Sure. Seaton, you're a young man. You're 20 years of age. Um, you've only, you know, produced 21 starters in your very short uh, training career for five winners already, and you've qualified a carousel finalist. Tell me about the transition from just being a race driver uh, to the training. What, what led to it? We see so many of you up-and-comers that haven't really switched to training at this early stage, you made the decision to start training a few. Yeah, ever since I've sort of been in the sport, I've always just wanted to be a driver. Um, but mm. then working with Joe has sort of showed me that, yeah, there's a lot more in-depth with training. Um, and I've slowly succumbed to the training side of it. Um, I like just yeah prepping the horse all week and then watching it go out on the track and yeah getting the job done. Um, I, I still love me driving, um, but yeah, just yeah, prepping a horse all week and yeah, getting success for the owners, it's, yeah, it's a big thrill for me and obviously the owners. Um, so yeah, I'll still focus on me driving, um, but I'm also yeah going to start transitioning into the trainer training side of it. Just watching, yeah, horsemen like Grimo and Luke just winning all them big races. Mm-hmm. It pushes me to thrive to hopefully get there one day. Um, so yeah, I thought I'd start my career early and yeah, see where it can take me. Carousel would be a nice uh, 
juggernaut to your, your training career if, uh, if you can pull it off. Yeah, it's, it's no interdome or miracle mile, um, but it's still a nice. <laughs> it doesn't mistake. matter. If, if I can get yeah, if I can get one of if I can get my name up on the cup or, or the trophy, um, yeah, I'd be I'd be very thrilled. Seaton, so you learned your craft. You, you just very briefly touched on Joe, Joe, Joe Connolly. You, you work very closely with Joe, and and that was, I guess, a catalyst for you learning the craft. But your origins in, I guess, harness racing stemmed from your time as a as a mini trot participant. How important is that to learn some basic, uh, you know, horse uh, horsemanship? Just handling ponies, who at times can be quite a handful, can't they? They have plenty of attitude. Oh, exactly. Um, even training the racehorses, there's still times there where I go back to what I used to do in the mini trots. Um, mm-hmm. It's just hard to get a pony to trot as it is a big horse. Um, so, yeah, you, you, you learn a few little tricks with the little ponies um, that sometimes come in handy with the big horses. And it sort of it gave me a good grounding on just basic horsemanship. Um, I know mm-hmm. they're only small, um, but you still got to treat them the same. you still got to look after them for them to race good. Um, so it just it taught me how to genuinely care for the horse, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's starting to come in handy now that yeah I'm sort of starting to make my own team. And your partnership with Joe, uh, that's been rock solid. Joe is, you know, we've had Joe on the show before, and he's a he's a detective in the New South Wales Police Force. Uh, so his time at times can be uh, very uh, hard to to sort of lend to the the industry. And I know he told me in the interview we had with him that he he was uh, reliant on your support and help. It's been a good partnership, hasn't it? Yeah, Joe's been... Oh, Joe, Joe is the biggest part of this. Um, mm. I'd be nothing at Joe. Um, he's taught me everything I know. Um, and, yeah, like you said, he's a busy man. But whenever I call, he always picks up the phone. He's he's always got an answer for me questions. Um, mm-hmm. And that, my win was just as much Joe's as it was mine last night. And that's very gracious of you to say, Seaton. Tell me, how many horses are you working from your, your Landilo base? Um, there's about eight here now, with a few still coming. Um, so yeah, trying to form up a little team. I'm only a B grade at the minute, so it limits to the amount of starters or the amount of horses I can have in my name. Um, but now hopefully we can form up a little little team and, and yeah, have a bit of success. So there's room for horses if uh, you know you've got a, a little bit of space left, if if need be, for for more. Oh, most definitely. Um, I'm always looking for that next champion or that next Saturday night also. No, it's hard to turn down horses, so no, there's still a bit more room left. You're only in the infancy, as I said, of your training career, but uh, in terms of uh, your, your stats, uh, you're pretty much training at about a 50% place win-place uh, ratio. And I said, only 21 starters, but it's a good start. And to have a group, uh, a group runner next Saturday night at headquarters, uh, you're off to a flyer. Yeah, it's, it's been a good start. Um, I hope I can keep them stats up for a little bit longer. Um, but, you know, as, as long as the horses go out there and they perform like I think they should and to the best of their abilities, I'm happy with how the team's going. You've got a lot of support from family, and I know there's a, a little bit of competitiveness, uh, if I can say that, uh, between you and your, your brother, Bryson. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, Bry- Bryson sort of started his career short-lived. Um, he's still in the sport, but yeah, not heavily involved as much as me. Um, but mm. no, he's good help around the stables. He's always there whenever I need. Um, I'm, he's always yes if I want to chuck him on a horse. Um, so now I've always yeah I've always got support by my family and my girlfriend Chelsea. Um, mm. She's also a big part of this. She helps me a lot around the stables and all that. 
Um, so, yeah, she's, if I ever needed to jog the horses or get one to the race, she's always done it for me. Um, mm, but yeah, no, yeah. It amplifies just what a family sport it is, uh, Seaton. Oh, exactly. Um, it's, it's a team effort. It's a, well, it's a team sport. Um, mm. and it's good to yeah, get the win and know that everyone's come together and yeah, got the result. Well, mate, uh, I wish you well. It's it's a it's a great start to your career to have a Paracel finalist. I mean, I can go back 12 months ago and very proudly say that I had a horse that uh, participated in the the Carousel and actually ran third in the race. So I know the thrill I got just running third and just having a runner in the race because it really is the Carousel. It's a time honoured race and very very good horses through the ages have have won the race and the field that's lining up on Saturday night is a is a quality lineup. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's, a few, there's, there's a few nice horses in it, um, and now uh, it should be a very interesting race. All gets down to the draw, I think, in many respects. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, racing in general these days, a barrier draw helps. Um, mm. But being being around the big track at Menangle, it sort of takes the draw out of it a real little bit. Um, but yeah, closer to the pegs always helps. Your favourite track to drive at? Because we touched on your driving. You've kind of you're focusing a little bit on your training. You've still got the passion for driving, but it, it would it be Penrith? Your, I guess your home track. Uh, it, it would be Penrith. Um, my favourite track would be Penrith, but yeah, Menangle's slowly closing in. Um, I just I like racing over a mile then putting out the fast mile, similar to America. Um, yep. So yeah, I'd, I'd say Penrith, but a very close second to Menangle. And I think you answered this question early in the interview, Seaton, before I let you go. The race you, you know, that you'd really love to put your name on the trophy, is it a, is it a miracle mile? I'd, I'd say, yeah, probably a miracle mile. Um, I w- wouldn't say no to an interdom. Um, but oh, no, 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 add that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, yeah, I'd be happy with any feature race, to be honest, Red. Good on you, mate. Well, look, you're, you're, you've been a, a star since you burst on the scene. Um, you, you conduct yourself well and I, I wish you well for, for Saturday and beyond. Uh, it's a big step for a 20-year-old to be training a team of you know around 8 to 10 horses, but you're doing it well and, and I hope it continues for you, mate. And thanks for giving us some time this morning on On The Pace. Perfect. Thanks for having me on, Fred. Appreciate it. Pleasure. Good on you, Seaton. That's Seaton Grimer, Grant. And you talk about the young guns that are in New South Wales harness racing. Um, and we often tend to talk about the drivers, the Jack Culligans, the Will Ricksons and the Cam Harts. Uh, but he's a young guy who can drive horses very well, and he's made the decision to, to train a team, and, and I guess that's what we need. We need that next gen coming through. And and I think, Fred, and correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I, I think it's just a, a bit better than it looks on paper because the, the people that have been there, the names that we've known over the years, both drivers and trainers, are so yeah. good at what they do. For the young people to actually be able to go head-to-head with them is an enormous achievement and really does put harness racing in a good position for the future. Where we're very lucky, and I think this transcends across all states, to be fair, is a lot of the young drivers can, or young trainers can turn to the, the more seasoned and elder statesman type uh, trainers and drivers. Now, I'll give an example. I know one trainer driver that is always approachable for a chat with any of the young blokes is Darren Binskin. We've had yeah. Darren on the show before, and he takes great pride in that. That you know, Because let's face it, the Binskin name is steeped in tradition in New South Wales and Australian harness racing. And for, for the young blokes, if they need to, to go to a bloke like Darren or a bloke like Glenn McElhinney or a fella like um, you know, Luke McCarthy, for example, uh, they've, they've got 
they, they lend them their ear and their knowledge and their support and their guidance. And that's where, and as I said, I think it transcends across all, all states. A lot of the senior and elder statesmen type drivers and trainers are, are willing to, to support the, the young ones. And, and I think that's the case in point here where, you know, uh, Seaton touched on Joe Connolly. And Joe, to be fair, I think Joe, even though he's been on the scene for probably 10 years uh, and probably been around the sport for, for quite a while, obviously, uh, you know, mingling his training and, and horsemanship career with a, a career in the police. Um, you know, he, he's he's still learning in some ways himself, and yet he's seat and able to get uh, glean information and support and guidance off a bloke like Joe. So, uh, and I know Joe had support of people like Wayne Dimmock in the early stages, and and so on. So, look, it's a, it's a, it's a good thing that our sport has. There's no, uh, you know. No, no secrets. People are happy to help other people if, uh, you know, they go about uh, asking the right way. Good on you, Fred. Thanks for coming on early this morning and good luck for uh, later on this or well, next weekend. Good on you, mate. Let's hope we have a day like today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my good fingers crossed for you. Fred Hastings there with On The Pace.